want me to start? <laughs> no, no, we're not going to have you start. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Taboo Podcast, a podcast where we talk about things that aren't supposed to be talked about. Today, we got your boy Hiram, of course. Of course. Of course. Having in a course. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, wow. Good, good start to you. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we got your boy returning for a second episode. Your boy Samuel. What's up? What's up, dude? So, today, um, we. So, we. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Anyway, sorry guys. <clears throat> we got a recenter here. We had a few laughs earlier and it's uh carrying on. <laughs> Samuel is being inappropriate. Anyway, so we decided we want to have another silly episode, another interesting episode outside of mental health. You know it. Ghosts and stuff episode. Spooky. It is October. Spooky ooky baby. And uh, it is October. Yeah. It's October 1st? 2nd. It's October 2nd. It's fitting. So, ooh, we should do more then. <laughs> so, um, stepping aside from mental health, and Samuel mentioned in the last episode that he has more ghost stories for us. So, hey, and so do I as well. So, we're going to share them. I'm Did just. I say I have more ghost stories? Yeah, you said something about evil. You can evil. detect evil, and I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, bro, I got a story for you. I don't know. Why don't you start, and I'll, it'll, like, sh- like jog my memory. You little bitch. Okay, what? fine. You, le- you legit told me after the first episode, you're like, bro, you're like, yeah, I because you said something about evil. I'm like, what were you talking about evil on the podcast? You're like, dude, I got another story, but I'll save it for the next one. I'm like, okay. Oh. Ugh, good. Oh, my God. The person that asked. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Yeah. I sure didn't ask. Anyway. So... Um, I, I wrote down a list of the different stories that I have. Okay, okay. And I just want to make sure that I am not repeating stories that I've already mentioned. So did I mention Diana's demon and her talking to it and stuff like that? I did on the podcast. I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I did? Okay. All right, good. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Samuel, stop. Motherfucker. I can't I can't do this. I can't I can't record. Alright, thank you guys for listening. We're done here. It is the end of the taboo podcast. Samuel broke it. Oh my god, bro. Jesus. So Well, I got three things, three stories for you all. And they're kind of short. Because, um, one, they're kind of unsolved, or two, there are other people's stories, and I don't know every detail about them. So, I guess, uh, 
I can go ahead and start off, and then Samuel can finish off. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Okay. So. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hear. Yo, okay. I got a funny ass story for you guys. (laughs) All right. So, um, I got to keep things confidential, but there's a person. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that I know that works at Goodwill, right? <laughs> they told me today. They're like, I had a really fucked up story. So, <laughs> so this person's a manager. Okay. And um, they said, oh, so-and-so, can you come to the front office? And they're just like, damn it. Because typically, you know, a customer's angry or there's a problem. And so this person <laughs> went to the front office and there was this older lady just crying, just, you know, tears. Oh, man. And this person said, um, so three weeks ago, we had donated a few items to, to Goodwill. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we accidentally gave my son's ashes. And this person's like, how the hell do you do that? (laughs) How do you misplace your son's ashes in a box that you're going to donate to Goodwill? Yeah. And apparently they put these ashes in a um, glass, like, protective case. Mm -hmm. Um, And they put it inside of there, and then they put it in the box filled with the donated items. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, and 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 the manager, uh, the person that I know, they said, uh, "I didn't want to tell her, but it's probably went to the landfill." Yeah. (laughs) Little Timmy is twenty feet deep now, buried under. I'm just like, how the fuck, dude? I was laughing. Like, I know it's terrible. It's it's. It's awful. It's a horrible story. I mean, that's just on you. That's on you, man. I mean, how do you misplace your son's fucking ashes? Don't need them to get away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, man. Dude, that's so horrible. Like, oh, my God. I can't imagine, dude. Like, that's horrible. Yeah, that... That sucks. <laughs> anyway, so I just <laughs> I wanted to share that because that was funny. Okay. Some <laughs> motherfucking homeless man on the side of the streets probably making chocolate milk with that shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yeah. So. All right. So. <laughs> okay. So this this uh, first scary story <laughs> relates to my parents. Um. A couple years ago, my dad went to a, a training. Um, he had to fly out of state. And on his way back, um, he had to 
he was having problems at the airport, like getting connecting flights back. They kept getting delayed, blah, 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 blah. All right, all right. And my mom, again, this is my mom's story here. Um, so your mom was with him? My oh. mom was at home. Okay. But, you know, my dad had called her and said, you know, I'm having all these problems. Trying to like, get home. I'm yeah. just trying to get home and I'm having all these issues. So, you know, my parents being Christian and stuff, my mom started praying. Okay. And she said, I started praying for your dad. And she said, I got an image of this demon that just flashed into my mind. What? <laughs> yeah. She said it was this uh, very, very ugly face. And she said the, the most interesting part about it was that around the, this demon's head, it was a humanoid, uh-huh. there was these leaves, like these, like, you know, in Greek statues where it has okay. like the leaves yeah. around, the, around the head. She said it had these, this Greek type of leaf um, crown thing. Crown. I don't even know what they're called. Yeah, I don't know what they're called either. Headdress. Maybe. <clears throat> I think that's what they call them there. I don't know. <clears throat> but she said, um, and she said, I felt like this this demon was going to was the one interfering with my dad's travels. Okay. Like, like his purpose was to try to sabotage this entire trip. Very <laughs> interesting. Very interesting for sure. And so she said, uh, you know, the, the whole Christian thing is to rebuke in the name of Jesus. So Yeah. That's exactly what she did. And eventually that image in her mind just disappeared. And then after that, I believe my dad didn't have any other problems with the, with the trip. So kind of a very short story, but just, yeah. again, one of those weird demon stories that my mom has. Interesting. Yeah, it just seems like some people are super sensitive to that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas me, myself, I I don't have really any stories. <laughs> so, another one I can throw at you is, um, this one's related to me, but it's not very interesting. But it, it's, it was just, just it, it was a weird feeling that I had for, I don't know, I think a year or so. Um, in my bedroom, my current bedroom, I have this corner in my room that's next to my closet. And naturally, it's kind of like a darker side of the the room. Yeah. Side of the room. Um, typically at night, like if I have my closet doors open, it'll leave this big, uh, big shadow in that area. And every time when I go to bed at night, I'll always look at that and be like, "Whoa, is something standing there." And um, it's like, oh, no, it's just, you know, the shadow from the, from the door. Yeah. But for f- maybe even years, at least one year for sure, I would always feel like something was there. But it was very, I was very uncertain about it. Because I've had, you know, f- I've, I've shared before that, you know, I had that ghost story in that haunted house that I was in with Bex. Yeah. Um, you know, there's times where I'm pretty sure I feel something. But this one was a little interesting. It was there was a lot of uncertainty to it. Okay. But I still felt like there was could have been something kind of evil just in that corner, just kind of looming in that corner. Right. And there'd be times too where I'd wake up in the middle of the night just completely like terrified, like I'm being watched. Ooh. Um. 
and like I'll get up and look around the room and then that fear would kind of just go away there'd be other times too where I have dreams um, where I'm having a regular dream and then all of a sudden like something evil entered the dream where just basically the vibe just gets real creepy what the hell dude that's that sounds like um <clears throat> uh that sounds like bofa no it's this is a yeah all right anyway i'm not <laughs> i'm not falling for that trap <laughs> so <laughs> coming so but i would like feel that thing in the corner and i would just have these weird dreams <clears throat> and again it could be just I, i've had these dreams in other places too where i'll just something creepy enters i've had dreams where i've like rebuked demons before even though outside of christianity i'd still do it in my dreams and it's very interesting huh. <laughs> and um but for a while I, i've had that and i asked bex about it and bex is she told me once like maybe it's just like residual energy she's a witch by the way so she's gonna talk about energy and stuff and, yeah and she has a different perspective on this but She's, she said, like, maybe there's some residual energy there, or maybe there's something that was there that had something evil to it, or, you know, like, before I moved in yeah. to that room. But finally, um, it, it went away um, a while ago. I, I don't know what day, but I no longer have those weird feelings in that corner anymore. I had told my mom about it, too, to see if she got any weird vibes. Like, I, I didn't prime her. I just said, hey, do you feel anything in this room? Mm-hmm. And she'd never felt anything. And then she, uh, being my mom, I told her about it and the creepiness, and she rebuked mm-hmm. the yeah. <laughs> And, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, and then I, I haven't felt it since, but it was very interesting, though, just that one corner in the room. And maybe there wasn't anything there. Maybe there was something there. I don't know. Very interesting, though. Yeah, that's weird. It was weird when you said you would wake up in the middle of the night and you felt like you were being watched. Like, that's really weird because I've never, I've (laughs) never had anything experienced anything like that where it feels like someone's watching me or I just Mm -hmm. wake up in the middle of the night for no reason. Mm -hmm. Dude, well, Hiram's over there living the good life. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's happened to me several times. I just wake up randomly. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look around the room and then that feeling goes away. Yeah. And and sometimes it's not being watched. I just, I really do think sometimes my brain just, my dream got creepy. And so naturally, you know, fight or flight kicks in and I'm just like, I wake up and I'm looking around to make sure I'm safe. And then I calm down. I don't even have creepy dreams. <laughs> Dude. Oh yeah, I get some creepy shit. I've had like you ooh. had the goat man dream though that was weird. oh but that didn't feel creepy that just felt like <laughs> it did not feel creepy at all that was a, that was a weird one <laughs> like praying to it and shit that's also kind of weird yeah it was weird but it wasn't creepy yeah I shit. don't know man I don't know yeah <clears throat> but I had like one creepy dream and that didn't even involve me that was like i was watching a movie oh yeah yeah that's right yeah it was a good movie though huh (laughs) yes (laughs) well (laughs) and then i I got this third story which is more interesting it's beck's story but it happened in my house while i was around um 
so <laughs> let's see. This was three years ago, so Christmas 2019. Okay. Christmas time. In fact, that was like the same week that Bex and I went to that haunted house. Okay. So we, my family and I invited Bex over for Christmas dinner. And um, had a regular fun night. Everything went well. You know, we had dinner and then talked for a while and then she left. Well, a couple months later, even a year later, Mm -hmm. several years later, yeah, she told me, I think, this summer. Wow. Um, we were chatting, and, you know, Bex has tons of demon stories, ghost stories, all kinds of shit. <clears throat> and, um, you know, I'm going to bring the mic a little bit closer. There we go. And um, Becca was, uh, we were talking about ghosts and stuff, and then she was like, uh, yeah, I see ghosts a lot. Like in my current apartment, you know, I'd see ghosts. And I'm like, oh, really? You know, and then even when I was visiting this past March, uh, I'm like, do you see ghosts now? And she said, yeah. And then she pointed them out. And yeah, very interesting. Very, very interesting. And Noel is the same way. I'm just like, just like, oh, yeah, there's a ghost chilling over there. I'm like, are you serious? So <clears throat> I had asked Becca, I'm like, have you seen any ghosts at my house? And she said, well, matter of fact, I have. <laughs> I'm like, when? Like, well, when I went over for that Christmas dinner. Okay. I'm like, okay, okay, so what did you see? She said, well, after dinner, we, we sat in our living room, and we chatted for a couple hours. And she, uh, uh, Morty. <clears throat> Sorry, hang on, let me get a little. He's got a little bubbly here. I got a little bit of um, Alani. Um, sparkling water, pina colada flavored. Tastes like shit, but you know, it's not soda, so here we are. Mm. Not a sponsor. And we were sitting in the living room and Becca <laughs> Becca told me I saw two ghosts in your living room. She said one was an old man. And <laughs> both were Mexican, by the way. Okay. One was an old man. And he seemed like he did, he wanted to be left alone. <clears throat> he also seemed like he was in pain, like he was crippled or something, like his leg was crippled. Hmm. And so he was sitting in the chair um, across from where Becca and I were sitting. And he just seemed like he wanted to be left alone and just unbothered. So, okay. And then she said there was another ghost, um, a Mexican guy about middle-aged. And he was sitting with, uh, I think, with my parents on the couch. Hmm. And he seemed very engaged in the conversation. And he seemed very friendly. He had a smile on his face. And he just kept looking at whoever was speaking. And he was just very engaged in the conversation. Uh And she said, yeah. And then um, they, I don't think there was any other important things that happened after that. Just that they were sitting there. Um... And then she said, uh, I think they disappeared or something like that. Like they were kind of sitting there and then poof, they just disappeared. Gone. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Um, so yeah, I've never felt them. I've never seen them before. Um, even since I know about these two ghosts that she saw, I still haven't seen them. 
you know, since what she told me this summer. So in the past six months or so, I've not seen him, heard him, felt him, nothing. Really? But yeah, those are my ghost stories. Interesting. I got none. What is this goat man thing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. This one I feel like is a little bit more of a personal thing. But anyway, I had a dream where I was just stressing. I want to be successful. You know, I want to be someone that makes, that does pretty well financially. Right? And so I was stressing about this because, you know, I wanted to make money for, to like take care of my family, to help my parents, you know, for what I feel are good reasons. And I, I was just stressing about it. And, you know, I'm not super religious right now, but I did I did just pray that night for, for like, maybe some comfort, for help, so that I could be successful in my life. And then, anyway, I, um, I had this dream where I was in a house or something in this dream, and I was in a room by myself. I knew there were other people in the house. I didn't really know what they were doing, but I was in this room by myself. And then for some reason in this dream, I also prayed, but I knew I wasn't praying to God. I was praying to something else. And then um, as I was praying, this thing appeared behind me, and I felt it like I felt its presence before I actually saw it. I just like knew it showed up. And so I turn around, and it was like this six, seven foot tall, like, like dark figure, with like a like a goat for a face, and um, dude, and it, and it wouldn't look at me in the eyes, but it didn't feel scary, dude. It felt it was it was weird because it was more of a I guess relief in the dream where it was like I finally like pray to something and and get an answer, someone like answers me or at least like showed themselves but it didn't feel terrifying i didn't feel threatened it it was it was weird it was a weird dream so that's that Praying for it, like specifically, were you praying to it? Yes. Or was it something else? Yeah, I. It, that's what I was praying to, because I knew I was praying to something, but I knew it wasn't God. But I knew it was this thing, but I didn't know like what it was. Or Sounds anything. like the Jersey Devil, dude. Yeah, <laughs> the Jersey yeah, Devil. And it does. <laughs> There's just no wings or anything. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that that's that story. Not even, not even terrifying. Weird, but. <laughs> yeah. Samuel, you got another story? Did you remember it? I think I know what I was thinking of, yeah. <clears throat> hey, are um, you uh, speaking directly into your phone? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just trying to get your voice all the way. Okay, try speaking now. Um, 
I mean, the one that I have isn't like anything special. It's just like, I mean, it is creepy, but, um, so basically when I was about, I think I was 14 ish. I don't really remember. I don't really remember. Um, I was at this church camp. Um, actually how I got in this church camp is a really funny story. (laughs) Um, so I was going to this church of Christ in Aztec and the guy, like the youth leader was like, Oh, he was talking to my parents. He was like, Oh, you should let Samuel go to this church camp in Oklahoma. We have it every year, whatever, blah, blah, blah. My parents are like, yeah, yeah, let's send them there. So they send me off <clears throat> to this church camp. church camp. <laughs> and um, usually when I would go to church camp, I would like go with my sisters and stuff. But like this one was just like solely just me. Dang. Like that kinda only s- me going. So kind of sucks. Um, yeah, it was like, it was a little bit weird, but I had like two friends that were going. Okay. Like, not really friends, but, like, just people I knew in the youth group, so I was like, fine, whatever. <clears throat> um, <laughs> one of them I, like, really, really liked, because she was, like, super pretty, but, um, <laughs> wait, so I was wait. like, yeah, I'm gonna go to this church camp. Who was it? Give me a first name. Nah, boy. <laughs> oh. He was Gentry. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. So, anyways, um... <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll go, whatever. So, you know, we, we go and we get there and, um, (laughs) I was kind of like, I didn't really realize, but, um, so this church camp was basically the whole organization or whatever that hosts this thing. Like people come from all different States and all that shit. Um, they rented out, I guess, um, the University of Oklahoma and like every person in church camp has, or had a, um, like dorm. Right. Okay. And so, um, I was bunk or I was roomed with, uh, one of the guys that I had like, I was kind of friends with. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> I'm such a shitty person, dude. Like this guy, there was nothing wrong with him. I liked him. Nothing wrong with him. Like, um, but I had met another friend that was literally the next room over. And so I moved to that guy's room <laughs> and left my dude like high and dry. Just fucking <laughs> left him. <laughs> um, poor guy. But, <clears throat> um, so anyways, um, I got through, like, two days of just doing the church camp and shit. Yeah. And I was pretty much hanging out with the guy that I, like, moved rooms with. His name was Jake. I was hanging out with Jake for most of the time that I was there. Um, And Jake, I think, Jake was 17, so I was like 14, he was like 17, so I was kind of seeing him like as an older brother, like he's cool, whatever. Yeah. All that shit. Um, and Jake had made a friend 
that <clears throat> was very odd, okay? This guy, he was like 6'2", fucking 17 or 18, and he was like, he was just goth as shit. Huh. And so, like, I kind of liked him because he was goth, and I was like, oh, yeah, I want to be goth too or whatever at that point. Uh, <laughs> I had a weird fucking... I had such a stupid-ass goth face, dude. Yeah. What? Uh, when you were 14? Know. What? Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, Bro, God. I must have missed it. That was, that was the prime years of his life, the goth face. You oh, were, yeah, dude. Yo, did you, like, dress up and everything? Yeah. <laughs> do, you have, do you have pictures? Pixar didn't happen. No, I don't. <clears throat> uh, I could probably look through my camera roll and find something that, like, I don't know. But, <laughs> anyways, can we so, make that picture the uh, episode cover <laughs> art? I don't know if I have any. I mean, no, I'm just no you're not putting a 14 year old emo kid on your fucking <laughs> <laughs> podcast. Yeah, no, emo's anyways. a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, and I would do like mascara on my eyes and shit. Like, I everything was, like, committed. You don't understand. So, Sam and I have been friends for like eight years now, and I had no idea about this. Because I don't like to talk about it. It was stupid as shit. <laughs> it sounds badass to me. Nah. <laughs> uh, scared anyways, of everything. So, or the eyeliner, so, whatever. Oh yeah, and I also badass. painted my fingernails black and shit. Oh, <laughs> he went all the way. <laughs> Looking like yep. Bruce Wayne from the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> all depressed. <laughs> Something in the way. All right, all right, <laughs> go for it. Um, so you were a little so, goth boy. Little, little yeah, goth so boy. we were hanging out with this guy and shit, and uh, I still see <laughs> shadows in my room. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was hanging out in our dorm room like a lot, and. Basically, the whole time I was there, which was for a week, okay. Um, I, me and him both got like a combined total of like four hours of sleep for the whole week. Like it was <laughs> bad, dude. We were staying up all night, staying up all day. Go back into the dorm and start talking. Like we were just talk, dude. Like just talk. So, anyways, were you head banging? <clears throat> no. Dum dum uh, dum dum. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. <laughs> we, uh, we, okay, so, this is the whole point of the story. We get, this is, like, the fifth night in, and okay. so, it, we're talking to this guy, and he's, like, talking to us about, so he's, like, a Satanist, bro. <laughs> At a church camp. <laughs> yeah. That's okay, probably why actually, his parents sent him. I, I should back up, I should back up. So, here's the thing, this church camp... It's not a fucking regular church camp, bro. This is a church camp for fucking delinquents, like kids that have been in juvie and shit, right. like yeah. bad people. Yeah. And they didn't—he didn't tell my parents this. So like, every fucking kid there was bad and like just some little fucking hooligan. I was like, okay, <laughs> like, whatever. But then we found out, and I was like. Why the fuck would you want me to come here? Like, there's so many bad people here, you fucking idiot. This anyway. is because you're goth. <laughs> there's more so, bad influence than there is good. 
Right. And so anyways, back to this part of the story. Um, we were sitting up uh, one night on like the fifth night and he was talking about how he's a Satanist and he practiced um, witchcraft, I think, or some shit like that. Yeah. And he was like, he was like, there's a way to be able to like see demons. And I mean, dude, I can't even like, we were on no sleep, right? Like yeah. we had not slept at all. So we were like very impressionable and like willing to go with whatever, like anyway. So he goes and he's like, I'll show you guys how. So he like turns on this fucking audio or something and like pulls out a little fucking book <clears throat> and it's like a little fucking like spell book thing or something like the hell? he stayed strapped I don't even know dude and so he was like reading this shit it was like Latin or Greek or some shit he was reading it and he was like alright while I read this just listen to this stuff and so like we both put like Jake went first and Jake put earbuds in because he was playing it on earbuds Okay. and Jake like, after Jake did it, like, Jake was really freaked the fuck out. And, like, Jake was a really, like, um, kind of like a redneck. Like, just, like, just always fucking hype about some shit and just doing dumb shit all the time. So, like, seeing him freaked out was, like, different. Yeah. Um, so I did it, and, uh, basically what I saw was like we were sitting at the table this guy's reading or whatever and then he like took the earbud out and he was like open your eyes because that was the thing like you had to close your eyes or whatever yeah so i opened my eyes and the room is very well lit but dude when i opened my eyes there was these fucking shadows on the wall huh. and they were like it was like they were like chanting and like circling us and it was a very weird like I still get fucking, like, chills from this. It was so fucking weird, dude. It was just so, like, it was just pure evil. Evil. Like, really, really, like, just evil. And, like, the way they were circling was, like, they were going from the wall, like, off of the wall, behind us, and then back onto the wall. Okay. And so, like, fucking, like, feeling them behind us, was really like weird because I had never that was the first time I ever felt like the presence of evil um <clears throat> and it was just like it was scary as shit and so um like I took the earbuds out and I was like fuck that that's, that's fucking crazy and then Jake was like dude he was like dude did you see the things too and I was like yeah, and like, you know, he describes them just like I saw, and I was like, what the fuck? Which is nuts that you guys saw the same thing. Yeah. Um, what did they look so like? So that was... Just... I I don't... Like, it wasn't a solid, like, shape. It was more like a... Just the shadows? It was almost like... No, it was like waves of, like... Um... I don't know. It, like the shadows were like shifting in a weird way. Like almost if you watch like an old movie and like how they had to take pictures and add 
every picture of every scene to make it almost like stop motion. Like it was almost like stop motion. Mm. So, um, it was hard to make out like definitive like shapes, but they definitely did look like, um, like not human, but definitely something like, you could see the arms. You could see the arms, and the arms had no hands. Maybe huh. they were hoofs, but, I mean, you couldn't see, like, fingers or anything. It was almost like a nub. And then, like, like I said, it was, like, stop motion, and they were, like, kind of bouncing and shifting around, like, the whole, like, the wall, and then around the table um, behind and I like like behind me and it was just pure like the same feeling I got when I went on to the house property that my brother took me to like that yeah. same like earth like not earth um like just that crushing pressure of like just fucking evil it's almost like it's almost like um I would assume that's probably how people feel when they're like helpless and about to die because it's just so like gut-wrenching because you really do you feel helpless like you're not gonna fucking fight these little shadow people thing like you're just fucking helpless and you're like okay like let's stop this so damn that was that was like really my first experience of um evil was that church camp (laughs) what and your first experience of evil was at church camp. Big surprise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn. Damn, dude. And how big were these shadow people? Or things. Um, shadow things. I would say, I'd say probably like five, five feet tall, probably. And just based on like how tall I was like back then, I was probably like five five. Okay. And were they uh, walking on the actual, like, because you said they're on the walls, but were their feet, like, touching the ground? Kind of like, you know, like, playing no. Mario or something? Like, you know how, like, 2D, but it's still, like, there's still, like, a flat surface to it? No. Um, I didn't look at the ones behind me. I just saw them circling. Like, I didn't, I didn't fucking turn around and be like, look them straight in the face or whatever you want to say because there was no faces but I never turned around and like or like looked at them come off of the wall like I just saw them in my peripheral on the left and right side just circling and uh it was just like not cool at all <laughs> and so were they 3D objects or 2D? uh 3D oh. like I mean I don't know. That's hard to... It's like 2D on the wall, but like 3D off of the wall. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Now, so, and you said they were walking like walking on the wall or like crawling, or what do you mean by that? Almost like if you were sitting in front of a car at night with the headlights on and there was a wall in front of you and somebody walked in front of the car and the light showed their shadow, that's what it was like. Okay. <clears throat> oh. Okay. So five five. So just like, just movement on the wall, and like, they weren't like walking like, like 
fucking Nova Six crawlers or something off a of zombie. It's like <laughs> it was <laughs> Resna <laughs> the entire time. It was almost like wasn't a wall like if it was like a smoked out mirror it would be like if they were walking behind me and then walking behind the mirror and then coming out and walking behind me and just doing that in circles kind of like it wasn't like it wasn't 3d on the wall but as soon as like they came off of the wall it was like just like shadow like i can't even call them people because they weren't people like they it was just like pure embodiments of evil just circling yeah um so five foot tall shadow people and were they humanoids because you mentioned arms but like with hooves um i don't know dude it's like they were just shadows like they they weren't there was no definitive like features Four. other than almost like um okay i guess i could describe it like you know those um pedestrian crossing signs yeah. and those little black drawn on pedestrians like those little arms and legs that's what those arms look like was like just a nub at the end kind of okay. what about the but, body itself uh, the body itself was, um, it was pretty much like straight up and down. Like there was no, you couldn't tell if it had like a stomach or like, um, if it was like fat or skinny, it was just more like a straight up and down shadow. It, it, it basically the way that they were, I guess, if you want to call it walking, the way they were walking was like they were striding like with their arms like hmm. going up and down like they were power walking or something so i mean i don't know there's not like some definitive like oh yeah they had horns or tails or whatever the hell like but it was more but it was more so the feeling that you got when you were there yeah yeah, and I had never felt that before either. So it was like really strange to me because I was like, like, cause I had been scared before, but like this wasn't this wasn't like it was fear, but it wasn't just fear. It was like like that, you said evil, like pressure, like that just like that pressure that feels like it's like crushing your soul of just like evil, like what? just horrible, like. I don't know. I think there's a difference between, like, fear and then that. Like, yeah. Because that's, like, way different than fear. It's, like, it's it just, like, it's, I don't even know how to describe it other than, like, pressure around, like, your whole body and, like, inside your body. Like, maybe it's because you tense up or something, but, I mean, it was just, like, pressure. Like, like the air was heavy. Yeah. And just, like, compressed around you like yeah. to the point of like almost tunnel vision kind of pressure okay. that's wild man damn 
And so was this the first and last time you had seen these figures? Yeah, after that, Jake was kind of like, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, understand. So we didn't hang out with him a lot after that. Um, and then I went home and, you know, didn't really tell anybody about it. But Probably never talked <clears throat> to that guy again, huh? Fuck no. Yeah, because I was wondering, like, I wonder where he ended up. <laughs> I, have, I have seen him on Facebook, actually, and he's just the same, like... Goff. Same outfits, same fucking rings and piercings and hairdo and all that shit. I want to so. see this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You know? And did you... What's that? Damn. Did this open up a door to, like, make you feel other things throughout your life since then? Like, like, because uh, <clears throat> you mentioned when you went to your the haunted house with your brother, you're familiar with that feeling. So, like, was there other moments in your life where you had felt that? So, yeah. Um, I think I said this in the last podcast. Um, I was saying that I, I felt that pure evil but i've also felt um how people describe like feeling the holy spirit or whatever they want to say um like a divine presence basically right um and that was actually at world harvest whoa what yeah and uh you weren't there because i was it was a uh, it was an actual service I was going to with uh, the older lady that the old white lady that used to be there or whatever. Um, she was preaching, and like I don't know. I mean, maybe you heard about it, but um, she was preaching about something. I don't remember, but like I was into it. Everybody else was into it. And, uh, she, I think she, like, called upon, she was like, I call upon the Holy Spirit to fill everybody, and then, like, shoves her hands out into the crowd, or out into the pews or whatever, chairs, and, like, it it was almost like a shockwave of, like, like, people from the front coming towards me, because I was more in the back, Mm -hmm. just dropping like dropping down on their knees or like falling back in their chair or like laying on the chairs and like it hit me and I remember like I sat down and I was just like looking at like the the ceiling like feeling like this just like absolute peace and uh it wasn't it wasn't necessarily joy but it was just peace like no worries um no stress nothing like that like like sunlight into your soul kind of it's kind of how i can describe it Mm -hmm. um and so like but i don't know like some people aren't really um 
you have people that aren't really into it and then people that like fully commit to religion, right? Like specifically with Christianity, like you get the people that go every Sunday and they they're like, Oh, you need to go to church to be saved and like you, you can't miss a day or whatever and then they're back to their normal lives versus like the people the kind of people that like run the church or that are like a part of it like throughout the week or like actually putting these things into practice or whatever. And I was on the spectrum of like not really caring to be there other than like Sundays and Wednesdays. Um, like I was never super, super religious. I think um, World Harvest was the most like religious that I got because I, I did want to be there, but I didn't want to like practice practice shit outside of church. So I wasn't, I'm just saying that because I wasn't some fucking impressionable teen sitting in the audience being like, oh my God, the Holy Spirit. Like, yeah, I wasn't like that. I wasn't, I was never really into it. Like, I mean, I grew up in church and I never, I was never like, oh yeah, like Jesus Christ. Yeah. Ooh. Never hype about it. Uh It was more of a chore to me. So I never really appreciated going to church. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't, I'm just saying I wasn't like super religious or anything. So for me to feel that was kind of weird. Um, and that was after that church camp. So, um, I guess the next time that I felt something was at that house and it was like instant, like that feeling of that from that church camp is the same feeling and uh so that was a pretty big deal for me because i don't ever feel feel like that ever so i mean obviously you can walk around and be like oh somebody's watching me or like feel spiritual i guess if you want to call it that and be like oh i feel like a guardian angels around me or like there's something demonic fucking like pursuing me or something um but nothing like this level of like evil pressure around you. Like it was just, yeah. So whenever I felt that I was just like, Nope. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah. Like, fuck no, fuck this. Nope. And it was also weird too, which is, I was talking to my dad about it whenever I got back. Um, and the way that he described it, was pretty much the same as me where it was like Devin was walking down there and we both were like feeling this and uh, like we both knew we didn't want to be there, but it was like Devin was like pulling us down there like a rubber, like rubber banding us, like, like luring us down there and we didn't know how to stop it or like say no and go back. So it was kind of, it's kind of weird that, um, we both had the same experience of like that. Yeah. So it, it's really weird. Like, I don't even know. Yeah, that is weird. Cause you sounds like both of your experiences were shared with someone else. Someone else had the same experience or something really similar to what you had. Yeah. Both of them. Cause when you were at this uh, church camp, the person that went first, said he saw the same thing and then this one with your little brother 
you went at a separate time than when he took your dad there, but you both felt the same thing. Right. Damn. And I'm sure that's pretty nuts and gives some credibility to what you felt because someone else saw and felt the same thing. Yeah, it was. It's it's always weird when you're. It's or not weird. It's more. It's more like um. A moment of like, oh yeah, I knew I wasn't fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you don't. You like. If you feel something like this, like you're not really like you don't really want to talk about it to people because then they'll be like, do you have schizophrenia or some shit like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But like for somebody else to be like, dude, I had the same exact thing happen to me. It's like. Oh, okay. So this is real life. Like, I'm not in a damn simulation or having some schizophrenia episode or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, it is. It's 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 weird, but it's also um cool that somebody else can feel what you're feeling. Obviously, you can't like narrow it down to the details of how they felt and how you felt, but at least to have somebody like say like, "Yeah, I know what you're talking about." Kind of, like. Hmm. That, like that's I feel like that's kind of rare um, so I mean I know I know other people can like are like sensitive to it and stuff and like sense whatever um, but I haven't I, I haven't walked around my life being like oh yeah I see ghosts or anything like that um, I've had a couple of like experiences like that where I feel something spiritual or like demonic but nothing like that like this is like the level of like you feel like the rapture happened and you're going to fucking hell or something like <laughs> like you're just damned like <laughs> it's not a good feeling at all jeez man so that's my story <laughs> damn Damn, dude. That yeah, that's that's intense for sure to go through that. Yeah. I didn't know about the the Holy Spirit thing either. I thought I told you about it, but I probably didn't cuz like I said I'm not really into that being like all about it or sharing my stories or whatever about it. Mhm. Cuz uh, I've gotten away from that. No. Did that, like, change your life um, at the time? Like, how do I say this? I don't want to sound um, evangelical, I guess, but just, like, did you want to pursue God or Christianity more after that? Or were you just like, okay, that was weird, and you kind of brushed it off? No, but this is my perspective on it, is if I can feel something so evil but also feel something like that from World Harvest. Mm -hmm. And I've never felt anything like that in my life and over nothing like from World Harvest. Um, And then also feel what I felt with Devin again and know what that is. I think if you're able to, at least for me, this is my, this is my, um, take on it is that if I can feel that and I know what I'm feeling I don't think that I can like 100% say confidently there's no God and there's no hell 
Um, I don't believe in that shit. Like, because I'm not, I'm not some Christian boy running around going to church. I haven't been to church in like three years. And the last time I went was because I had to go. So I'm not walking around being like, oh yeah, I'm a Christian, I'm religious or anything. But at the same time, I don't not believe. So there's like this line of like not saying I'm a Christian versus like believing. And I mean, I don't have... So you know there's something out there. Like I said, I can't I can't say for a hundred percent fact, nobody can, that there's no God and there's no Satan and there's no hell and no heaven. But if there is, which I don't really think that I would be able to feel that kind of stuff or other people could feel that other kind of stuff, if there wasn't some other greater power that you're not seeing or that's out there. Yeah. So I'd rather not just go ahead and write it off like i don't think that's the right personally thing. i don't think that's the sim uh i don't think that that is the uh logical thing to do yeah like <clears throat> but so there's evidence for the supernatural but doesn't say, that doesn't mean it's god and jesus and right the bible right right and i can't say it a hundred percent oh it was god or Oh, 100%. It was the devil fucking summoning his demons. That's why I say it was just pure evil. Because mm-hmm. I can't just say there's a devil. Like, I don't know that. If I was choosing to go with Christianity and and practice the faith, then yeah, I would be like, yeah, it was the devil. Like, I would write it off as the devil. For sure. But at the same time, I'm not, I'm not choosing to do that. Like, I'm just... You know there's something out what there. I felt. You just don't know what, yeah. exactly what's what. Right, right. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Damn. Jeez, man. Spooky stuff. <laughs> Gosh. For real. It's funny how, like, this is the first time I'm hearing these stories, and we've been friends for eight years. It's just, it's funny. Well, yeah, because, I mean, for a long time, you didn't even, like, cuss or anything. And so, like... <laughs> Me, like, right. obviously, I didn't cuss around the house or anything, but um, it's like, it kind of, I, 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 like, I almost felt, almost felt like a different type of me, like a different type of person when I was, like, hanging out with you, because I would always have to, like, watch what I say and do, because yeah. I didn't want to, like, um, <laughs> like, I didn't want to lose you as a friend, because I liked you, and, like... Oh. But there was no, like, I couldn't, like, just you, connect with you being like, oh, yeah, fuck this shit, or, right, like, right. I fucking hate life, or, like, whatever, like, because it wasn't, like, something we talked about. But, I mean, <laughs> dude, I remember the first time I heard you cuss on Black Ops 2, I was like, what did you say? And you were like, what? And I was like, what? I was like, I cuss around you now? <laughs> like, <laughs> what did I say? you said son of a bitch or like piece of shit or something like i think you said piece of shit and i was like what <laughs> Yo. or no i think you said i think you said bullshit ah like, yeah yeah yeah, I was yeah. Like, what did you say 
I immediately asked God for like, forgiveness. You were like, oh yeah, dude, I've been cussing for a little while. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? Oh, this is, yeah, this is after, yeah, this is when Savage Ian started to become a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never stopped. Uh, it's just been Savage Ian really ever dude. since. <laughs> well, dude, imagine, like, you... You have this super Christian ass friend, oh, for never sure. cusses, mm-hmm. never says anything bad or talks about anything right. bad or secular or anything. Well, you can't open and up to that motherfucker. Blue, out of the blue, he's like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> You're like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, I always regret that 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 period of my life where we were close friends, but you know, you can never be your true self around me because. That that part of me that that Ian would have never accepted you for who you are. That that's something well, I really regret. It wouldn't have mattered either way though, because like that's like I wanted to be friends with you either way. Like it right. wouldn't have mattered either way. Right. So, I mean, and it wasn't like I was pissed about it. Like I really wasn't. I wasn't like coming over and being like, "God damn it, I gotta watch my mouth and like watch what I say or talk about." Right. Like I I wasn't. Like obviously I was like concerned about not cussing but like other than that i wasn't like oh i gotta go hang out with ian like it was a chore or something like i liked hanging out with you so it wouldn't matter either way right i but just i don't know i'm definitely glad that you're uh not like that <laughs> <laughs> right no, i know i just i don't know i just regret that i wish i wish i would have been a different person then but you know it made you who you are now. So. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, everybody has their own story. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, well. But here we are. Yeah, that was the past. Here's now. We saw demons, you know, whether it was something evil in the world or God sent Jesus to die, you know. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't know where you're going with this either. Sent Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's stuff out there, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. There's some there's stuff. Yeah, that's like the conclusion I've come to. For real. S- same for me too. I am just like I know there's uh, like I can't deny what I've experienced. It's supernatural, but I'm not going to say it is God or it is the devil, it is demons, nothing. There's right. evidence for the supernatural, that's it. It doesn't mean evidence for God. Or against God. Right. It's just what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> so, uh, as we conclude here, I got one final question for you. Me? Yeah, you. Oh, uh, what is it? Okay. I was really hoping you remembered that other story with you and Daisy at Choke Cherry, and you got chased by that thing. On the four wheeler, and, oh. and, and you went to the mine. You went to that mine. Remember that's that thing chased you out of it or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You remember? Yeah, oh, I, I, I like vaguely. I vaguely remember that, dude. Because you told me like in detail when you first told me about it a couple years ago. Are you sure I was on the four wheeler and not driving the Mazda? I thought it was like back when you were like 15, 16 and Clark would take you guys. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> what happened? Uh, just this uh, little bag that was holding a bunch of stuff fell and it, and it scared you. Uh-oh. 
<laughs> the demons. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Jesus. <laughs> uh, it's it scared of it. Oh my God! Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. You. It was when Clark would take you and Daisy, um, out to Choke Cherry, and then you and Daisy would just like ride around and explore and stuff. I thought Do you it could have been yeah, the Mazda. I if I, did I tell you it was at night? You said it was getting dark. popular spot and Chokecherry, I think, for, like, Satanists to go or something. Hmm. I think it's, like, the the Devil's Crack or something like that. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Okay. So, yeah, we were back there. And, um, yeah, dude. So, we were back there, um, looking at it or whatever, like, we weren't exactly, um, hanging out. We were just kind of, like, seeing what was back there. Yeah. Um, so, I think we walked out, and I think I saw, like, this figure kind of, like, not in the distance, but, like, nearby, this figure kind of thing, and so, like, I was like, I was like, okay, we gotta go. And, uh, like, we started, like, I started the four-wheeler and got on, we were, went back to the road, and, uh, like, we were driving back towards the exit, like, where everybody parks, and I know I was, like, really weirded out, um, so I was kind of driving fast, and... I do, I do know that there was something like chasing us, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like on foot. It was just kind of like hovering behind us. Hmm. And, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure Daisy saw it too, because I remember her like slapping my shoulder and back and she was like, go, 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 go. <laughs> so like, I just fucking pinned it. And, um, I mean, it, it was close enough to like where the dust that was being kicked up behind us, it was close enough to be like before the dust being kicked up. Oh, wow. From, I think from like remembering, um, from what I remember is like looking back and like being able to tell that it was like hovering like right behind us. What and I think the four-wheeler i think that thing topped out at like 59 so i mean it was like we were going faster than like any animal or person could be going yeah mm-hmm. um and i remember it being yeah i remember it being like really pretty much dark like the sun had already set 
it wasn't visible anymore. So it was like that weird period of like barely light, but also dark. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I remember. And then like we got to the trailer and it just wasn't there anymore. <clears throat> um, and then I think after that we loaded it up and just fucking went. I don't even think I tied it down. Hmm. I think we just drove off. Like, um, Crazy. And then there was another time and Oh, this is probably what you're thinking of. So when when we would go, we would half the time we would go to Choke Cherry Canyon, and then other times we would go to the Bistai is what we called it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, there was a there was a mining facility there, um, and we yeah we used to like drive over there. And it was, like, chained off, so we would leave the four-wheeler and, like, walk in there on foot. I'm pretty sure I brought you to that place, Ian. Mm. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. But it was one of the spots me and Daisy would always go because, like, it was just creepy. And it had obviously not been used in, like, years. So, um, yeah, so one day, yeah, we were back there, like, looking at it and, like, checking it out and, like, climbing on the shit. And in the back of that place, there was, like, a door. Um, and, yeah, it, it looked like a, a mining entrance, like, wood around, like, a wood door frame around dirt. Um, yeah. That they, it looked like they had just put a door there mm-hmm. to, like, close it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was no like rail tracks or anything like that, but, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, we did, and we did like hang out there for a second and like try to like listen through the door because the door was locked. Uh-huh. Um, and we could hear like almost like machinery, um, going on like way deep down inside wherever the hell it went. Um, so, I mean, but this place wasn't being used, so it yeah. wasn't like it was powering something there. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I don't know what it could have been, but, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we eventually left that door, kept walking around. I think we were on, like, the dunes, um, and that, that was kind of freaky. I didn't feel any like presence of people, but we did see this fucking thing. And it was almost kind of like, like what I was describing at choke cherry, but this thing did have fucking legs and it was just pitch black. And it looked like if some seven foot tall starved to death lady that had just rolled out of bed and like had her hair all frizzed out and like just like long like long limbs right like long arms long legs just awkward looking skinny as shit pitch black like shadow and this was during the day too this was not at night this was during the day so something being pitch black like that uh yeah it was really weird so um we did see that fucking thing. God, that thing was fucking creepy. We did yeah. see it. 
like, I'm pretty sure we saw it on one of the fucking mining things, like one of the big structures that they had there. Okay. Um, and I was like, like, obviously I was like, okay, we need to get the fuck out of here. So we like started like walking back to the four wheeler and we could see like, um, we kept turning around and we could see the thing like coming over the fucking dunes, like kind of like peeking over the dunes at us. Um, and so by the time we were at the four wheeler, uh, Oh dude, I'm just remembering another part of the story because this happened twice. So by the time we were at the four wheeler, uh, we get it started, we start going and this thing had like fucking teleported to like in front of us. And it was like on the left, like kind of out in the distance, like just there, like watching us drive. Like you could see its head, like following us, like fucking going through the thing. So this, uh, I'll tell the other part. That was that. And we were weirded out, so we went, like, deeper into the Bistai. We didn't load up or anything. We just went deeper into the Bistai. Kind of just left the area. Um, so the second part to this... Okay, so... Oh, dude, this was creepy. This wasn't, like, that evil feeling, but this was very, very creepy. Yeah. Um, we did go back at night um, sometime later, and it was, it was me and her, and... This was when I was like 16 or, yeah, I think it was 16 or 17. So I was driving the Sequoia. We didn't have Clark or my mom there. Yeah. Um, I had taken us, I had loaded it up, taken us. So it was just me and her out there. And we had went back and like, we had found this, like these old abandoned like dump truck things. Okay. Um, and we were like using my phone as a flashlight. Oh no. Um, so, I mean, it's like, black like pitch black outside like, yeah especially obviously you're in the middle your... of the desert no civilization yeah and all you I got mean, is your no, phone like, flashlight damn right so we're kind of up in there we're, we're like these trucks are more towards the entrance of this place that we were coming in and out of yeah um so not as deep in as we were when we last saw that thing um but regardless anyways we were looking at these trucks and uh one of them specifically just stood out to me it was a it was a gmc kodiak is the name of that truck that they were using as a dump truck so a really big uh diesel truck yeah and it was it had no tires it was on the rims just kind of sitting there Damn. and like it was rusted out um just rusted out it looked like it had caught on fire i guess because the interior was like shitty but i just i knew i didn't want to be around that truck it was just weird like i just it wasn't like that it wasn't like that evil feeling it was just weird i didn't want to be around it so i didn't we didn't hang around it we're looking at a different truck um and then we heard that fucking truck door open and i didn't even bother to look i just grabbed her arm and, like, we both ran, like, the same pace all the way back to the four-wheeler. And this is where it got weird. Like, it, this was this was fear. This wasn't some evil presence feeling. This was the feel of fear. Yeah. As we got on the four-wheeler, it barely started, which was very weird for this thing because it never had problems starting. Oh, man, that's 
sketchy. It barely started, and the fucking headlights would not come on. Oh, what and the so hell? we're driving through the pitch black, like but... trying to navigate through these like little steep drop offs. So I'm using my phone as the light. Like, I have my phone over the four-wheeler, like, trying to steer us through this and Gosh. get out quickly. And uh, probably, like, two minutes into me, like, trying to navigate out of this area and back to the uh, wash bed, or not wash bed, but, um, um, I guess it would be the wash bed, I guess. Yeah. Um, it was like where all the water had previously flowed, which is yeah. how we were getting in there. Like, as soon as we get there, the fucking, like, the headlights still won't work. And um, the the heat symbol came on oh, on the no. dash for, like, it overheating. And it was saying it was overheating. So I, like, um, the... The little screen on it wasn't working. What the hell? Because um, it, it was a digital screen, displayed your like temperature, your fuel, and then your speed. Yeah. And I think it had a little compass on it. Um, and then a, a part of that, it had like lights for drive, neutral, reverse. Heat. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, anyways, all I saw was the light. Um, and so, like, we get. This is like two minutes into like driving and this, the four wheeler had been shut off for like maybe 30 minutes. So there was no reason for it to be overheating. Like it wasn't, it wasn't hot before or anything and there was no problems before us parking it. Um, so anyways, uh, finally we get to like the road that drives through that wash uh-huh. and, uh, I stopped and like got off of it. I'm using my phone to like see the radiator and I take, I basically take the whole top part of the four wheeler off and like uh-huh. look at the radiator and, uh, <clears throat> the radiator, I think, I think this was during the summer. So it wasn't cold Yeah. and I know it, it, it was like smoking like a little bit, like okay. there was steam coming off of it. So it was really concerning and weird to me. I was like, why the hell is this thing overheating right now? Like, and why is the radiator smoking? Yeah. So, um, like I said, it wasn't cold enough for it to be like showing steam because it was cold. It was just smoking. So I put the thing back on, um, start driving back to, um, the, the trailer. Cause we're going to leave after that. It's fucking weird. Um, and like, as soon as we get to the road that like goes up to where people park, it's a pretty steep road. Um, I try the lights and the lights, the lights work. And then I turn the lights on and the fucking little, um, display comes on with it. And I was like, what the fuck? And so I'm like, I'm looking at it. Everything reads normal. And it doesn't say that the temperature is hot. It's normal temperature. And so, like, we get back to the trailer, I park it, load it up, strap it down, and, like, look at the radiator, and the radiator isn't steaming. And uh, after that, like, we literally never had any other problems like that ever again. Mm. Like, the lights always came on, the the radiator never, it never overheated, the radiator never steamed up again, and, like, smoked. 
um, the screen never had any problems like being on and it had no like little faded spots or anything like how some screens do like yeah. how some screens get like just straight up like we never had any other problems with it um, the only thing that ever went bad on that four wheeler was the shifter solenoid went out so it wouldn't shift gears so you could turn it on but it wouldn't shift gears and that was like two years after so <laughs> I mean it was just kind of weird and it was really sketchy and like I don't know it was just it was fear it wasn't like evil presence or anything it was just straight up fear yeah that's so I mean it, it could have been an animal that was in that truck or it could have been some squatter or it could have been that fucking black thing but yeah I mean we never we never turned around to look or anything um i'm assuming it was probably that black thing because Jesus. the lights and everything didn't work but yeah whatever um, that was so yeah that that was that was weird and that was a that was that was fear that was not like an evil presence or anything i was just like fearful during that whole thing um so yeah a little bit weird of a story and then after that i think that I think that maybe we went back like once or twice after that. I know that we went back definitely right before we moved here because we wanted to get pictures. And I do have pictures of that on my Instagram of one of the trucks. Like it was us or maybe, maybe it was us like standing at the entrance of that mine thing. I think actually that's what it is actually. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, we didn't really, go back after that it was just kind of weird to go there <laughs> holy shit so you did remember that story <laughs> i remember that one i didn't i don't i don't really remember the one from choke cherry though interesting I mean, that was all, I wonder if daisy told me about that other one huh i wonder if daisy told me about that other one then maybe probably honestly that was weird but the other one it was it was similar but that you guys were on your four-wheeler in front of this entrance to a mine and then you heard footsteps running towards you and you guys took off and it, it was it was twilight and you look behind you and there was this black figure chasing you that's the gist of it yeah i don't really remember but. i mean the one from choke cherry is what i remember like what I said about Choke Cherry is what I remember from Choke Cherry. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't in Choke Cherry, or maybe like maybe you got the Bisai one confused with Choke Cherry or something. Right. But I don't really remember that. Like I really don't. Interesting. I my memory like progressively just deteriorates as I get older. It's bad. I can't even remember what I did yesterday. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, shit. Thanks for telling your stories, man. Yeah. Yeah, why well, you got to make it all about me every time I come on? I always have all these stories. <laughs> it's, it's great stories, that's why. Well, now you need to tell more. God damn it. I need to go get more, man. I'm running out. Yeah, you need to go get more. <laughs> I'm down. I'm so down to go back to the haunted house, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, I'll go to the Devil's Crack, which was my nickname in high school, but I'll go back there and. Uh... <laughs> that was good times in high school, bro. I remember when, when I used to call you that. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Back in our homeschool days. Damn. Yeah. 
Well, any 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 final words, Mister Mr. Hyrule? Nah, man, I'm just tired. Yeah, I got school tomorrow. Yeah, he's got school tomorrow. He's got to get back home. So he's got to make sure he gets back home for the demons, you know, before that black thing chases him. Yeah, before the witching hour, as they say. So. Well, cool. Thanks, man, for coming back on. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed all these uh, stories here. Spooky creepy, stuff. You know, talking about Jesus getting burned and, and freaking, you know, black things chasing after four-wheelers. And, and evil presence. And evil presence and shadows. and Amazing. Tremendous, shall I say. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. It's been good. It's your boy Ian. And your boy Hiram. We'll catch you guys later.